The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. But winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Fear and answer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I am Odin. This is Tim. And today we're going to talk about a bunch of crazy shit. The stuff that they don't want you to know about. So you mean the usual? Yeah, pretty much. Standard fare. Standard fare. So I am thinking that we should hit it off with the short one first. Let's talk about Lynn Woods and his phone call with the alleged Michael Flynn. So these are both muckety-muck people of Q, right? I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. Yeah. Okay, so in the phone call, right, here's my favorite part. In the phone call, they accuse Q. Of being a CIA operative. That there are PSYOPs. Controlled opposition. From the left. And people that are experts at this. As a matter of fact. Lynn Wood and Michael Flynn. Both agreed that it was something that they had done to the other side. So. Do we have pity? Do we sit here and go. Ha ha. Told you so. Or do we do we just kindly or kindly accept the fact that we were right all along and not rub it in? <laughs> I'm not that nice. Okay. Fucking told you so. <laughs> I mean, like, how long have we been preaching and they're like, oh, you're you know, you 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 don't follow the right side. I don't know. Apparently your side follows the left, fucker. Oh, wait, wait. I'm getting an update. Getting an update. I am not supposed to sit here and confuse Q with QAnon. Apparently, one of them is legit and the other one is not, according to the Q people. I don't know which one is which, and frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. The fact that even the people that are supposed to be in charge, Alex Jones disowned these people. And I'm not a huge fan of Alex Jones, but the number of times that he has been right, I was starting to think he was controlled opposite. <laughs> yeah. But even he's like, these people have lost their goddamn mind. <laughs> so, is everything we believe in controlled opposition now? Because that's what they're going to say. They're either going to deny it. They're going to say that General Flynn was is not a member of Q, even though that's who we're told to believe, or Lynn Wood isn't a member of Q or QAnon or whichever one is in charge. Or I'm very confused at this point. Look, Q, Q, or, or the followers of Q, or however you want to call it. You know, I hate to say this, but they have flip flopped so many fucking times that it's it's almost like watching a bunch of liberals because you sit there and they 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 make a 
and make a statement, right? And then that statement doesn't come true. And they go, well, no, no, you just, you don't understand. It's part of the plan. I fucking hate that phrase. So, yes, I know. I have a friend who have decided that whenever they sit here, they want to, they want to set you off via the universe. That's going to be the phrase that pays. (laughs) But no, so. So, okay. I watched a Mike Lindell special recently. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, man. You listen to that domestic terrorism right there. I want to tell you Mm -hmm. that I was totally wrong about Q. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything that they say is the gospel truth. What are you smoking? No, that's what I was told. That I had to believe. Oh, I feel I I I watched the Mike Lindell special, and I feel so sad for him. He took this huge gamble on Trump coming back into the White House. Spent all of this money to prove absolutely nothing, hoping that he would be. The man who saved America. And to watch him on his show, he was a beaten, broken man. In terms of his countenance, I'm sure that Mike Liddell will be fine in his business because they make some awesome pillows. I really like them. And he's got a drive that I haven't seen on many people. But... He needed Trump to get back into office. Like, he put his reputation on the line, his business, you know, all of his credibility on the line, and nothing. How many times can you predict that Trump will be in office before people look at you and go, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm not doing this again. I'm trying to think of how to word this. That was the danger, and that was the problem I have with all the super Trumpies. Do I still think that Trump was one of the best presidents we've ever had? Yeah, I do. I disagree with a lot of things that he did, but I loved a lot of other things that he did as well. Right. I still, I still think he's one of the best. Uh, and I think that of all the candidates running, he had the best chance of fixing what the left has broken. But that blind loyalty... That rabid following, that absolute foam at the mouth, follow the plan conspiracy. Yeah. Is going to be the death of us. It is the death of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Hmm? Confused about what? Oh, no. I got sent a text, and it looked important, but I cannot translate it. So I'll reach out to him afterwards. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> is sending me messages. Like, brah, you, you have to at least make some form of sense. No, I don't. The text didn't. I don't even speak that language. That is, I call it governmental college gobbledygook. 
think that covered about everything. Did you get the same text message? The one from uh, just some dude? Yeah. Uh, or or what, what did we decide we were going to call him? The composter. No, no, no. We gave him a balder, right? Balder, yes. Yeah, because he's balder on both sides. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, no, I did too. Now I kind of want to see what it is, but I don't want to interrupt the show to see. Right. <laughs> it says, right, so- SOS, says SOS repost this everywhere and tag every Leo. Okay. Inform the collective bargaining units of the new information order for us to move forward in light of this information. This can't be the United. This can't be near us because it's only one sheriff's name. So. Oh, there's more pages. Oh, there we go. There's more pages. Um, yeah, there's three pages. It's, it actually starts out with more, more interest. You know, more, more intelligence. Office of the Sheriff, County of Los Angeles, Hall of Justice, Alex Villanueva. Inform you the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department will not participate in COVID-19 registering or testing with Fulgenic or Fulgent Genetics Corporation due to the fact the DNA data obtained is not guaranteed to be safe and secure from foreign governments and will likely be shared with the Republic of China. Hot damn! A sheriff just sit here and, you know what? You could take this COVID vaccine mandate and shove it up your ass. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. FBI Los Angeles field offices did Los Angeles County Council Rodrigo A. Castro Silva and Chief Executive Officer Fenzia Davenport. Invitation was also extended to each of you and head of the Department of Public Health. The FBI stated the purpose of the meetings was to inform county leaders of the serious risks associated with allowing Fulgent to conduct COVID testing of COVID of county employees. I was shocked to learn Fulgent had strong ties with BGI, Wuzi, and Huawei technology, all of which are linked to the Chinese Academy of Medical Sciences, the People's Republic of China State Council, and are under the control of the Public's Re- uh, People's Republic of China. I was even more shocked to learn Fulgent made no attempt to disguise the fact that they used the genetic information obtained in future studies. Holy crap. Wow. And it just goes on and on and on. So basically, as of 2017, that's an interesting date, China cybersecurity law makes it legal for People's Republic of China to seize any data stored within China or stored outside of China by an entity which has a presence in China. Every corporation that has a... They now have access to all of those records. That is what China said. That is crazy. So uh, remember how we were talking about TikTok being a Chinese data sponge? Surprise! (laughs) Yeah, but talk about the cojones on that sheriff. Hell yeah! That's the blue that I back. Right, right, right. That is awesome. That's straight up awesome. All right, we're gonna have to thank Balder for that. I'm just, I'm looking at this, and it's like, wait. So basically, they were what they were doing is they were, you know, getting the data for who was vaccinated, who wasn't, and keeping their DNA data, keeping the DNA data, and then releasing it to China for future studies. What? 
Uh, it says here that uh, on or about October 19 of 2021, our department reached out to the that to the county's Department of Human Resources liaison for, of Fulgent, Mr. Ben Kempner, to ask him to respond to questions that were stated in a news article. L.A. first responders ordered to turn over personal and genetic data, genetic data to China-linked company or face firing but we were provided with no response. I'm equally concerned by the inclusion of an equity survey. What the hell? And allowing them to have access to DNA obtained from mandatory COVID-19 testing for unknown purposes. Yeah, I'd be mad if I were you too. Even the FBI. Okay, look, even the FBI is like, I'm a little worried. Right? Where the like, FBI? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, with as much fuckery as they, co- as they get up to, even them go, wait a minute. And, you know, I know fuckery. That, 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 that's not right. <laughs> I know fucked <clears throat> up. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm fucked up. But that, that's fucked up. That wow. is awesome. Oh, that was awesome. This, letter's, this letter was released when? Today. November 29. We're on the cutting edge again. We better stop this. Or they're going to think we're actually news people. Jesus. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you don't want to hear news from me because it'd be like, hey, this asshole did this. This fucked up. This fucked up. This fucked up. The world is trash and everything is garbage. This fucked up and this fucked up. <laughs> Pretty much. But I'll tell you what. Talk about one just ray of sunshine, though. And for collectively bargaining units, the new information, the department will remove itself from working with Fulgent and continue with our own proprietary, proprietary registration system. Wow. So speaking of the FBI and moving on to our second story. Yeah. <laughs> Who you, was the- so the, the, the Gislaine Maxwell case has gone to trial effective today. So, by the time we're recording, this is Monday, the 29th of November. And one of the defense attorneys is who? The daughter of failed and fired, disgraced and Kami Kami, Comey, whatever his name is. James Jim Comey. Comey. Yeah. Oh, Jimbo's daughter. Add to that that the judge is getting a promotion to federal court, a higher federal court, depending on how she does on this. Well, she could step into the position immediately if she recused herself from the case. But do you think she'd get it then? Probably Mm -mm. not. I think that it's incredible. I think it is a level of fuckery that we have not seen in a long time. Ah, fuck it. It's 2021. Since we haven't seen since yesterday. And, uh, I think it's, it's incredibly fucked up that, 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 that judge is compromised, that the FBI should be on trial in this particular case because they were aware and had arrested Epstein prior to 
him being ultimately arrested again. Like, they were made aware of investigations, of incidents of wrongdoing. And now, the FBI director at that time is now, his daughter is now one of the defense attorneys. You don't see conflict of interest there? Or with the judge? Or with the fact that, how about the fact that they, they, the defense made a request not to show evidence to the jury, but only to the witness. Hey. Only to the witness. I even asked you earlier if that was possible, if they could actually do that. The evidence would have to be so disturbing that it would offend the... See, to me, that doesn't even make sense. You would think that the jury would need to see all of the information to rule on the case. You would think, and that would make sense, but nothing makes sense anymore. I just sent you something that you'll understand why I was getting a little perturbed for a second there. But the thing that I like about the, or, or, or I find interesting, is you have all these, and they're going, well, it's a conspiracy theory. It's like, look, she's already, her family's already requesting the UN that she not serve any time in the United States due to deplorable conditions, uh, that she would not get a fair trial in the United States. We're talking about someone that is a ringleader, the, the second in command of the world's largest sex trafficking organization. And we, we think that she's not going to get a fair trial. Well, maybe you shouldn't be trafficking children. But everybody else is so distracted by Omicron, all these other trials going on. They're ignoring the fact that this trial is literally going. I'll tell you how it's going to end. That half, of the, half of the defendants, the defendants in this case, are anonymous. Wait. Wait. You sent me this picture. Please tell me that the person whose name is at the top is not no. the per Okay. Okay. It's not. It's not. Oh. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read this to okay. you guys. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Here. Here's my statement on Ghislaine Maxwell because, yes, and it's an important case. And, yes, I think we need to prosecute everybody. But at this point, put a bullet in their fucking head because as much as. As important as that is, and we need to find all of the victim and stuff like that, and who officially is in charge, give me, give me four hours in a room alone, and I will have all of the information you could possibly fucking want. And then, get this. then four hours for everyone. And, and I would have no problems with it. I would laugh happily on my way into the jail cell. But this picture needs to be discussed. Well, well, we'll talk about the picture here in a second. Let me tell you something else that's going to piss you off. You and I are... You and I have done a lot to help victims of domestic violence and sex abuse. Yeah. That is something that we are both proud of, and that is something that will never change. I will always help wherever I can. We've even stressed it on several of our, our, our episodes. You know, different signs to look out for. The defense has already laid out what their strategy is. 
And their strategy against the, against the uh, witnesses will be to ask them why it took them so long to press charges, what their drug history is, and what their current sexual life is like. They are going to literally just blast these people and tell them that, you know, their current actions or why they were stuck in that. But they're going to bring all these up to the surface. They're going to humiliate. They're going to ridicule and they're going to make them relive it. And then they're going to do the classic blame the victim. Where the fuck is me too? But how about the fact that ABC is culpable in all of this? The, the project Veritas that came out and said that, uh, they knew about it three years ago and they buried the fucking story. That they had a woman who was in hiding for 12 years. I would never blame the victim in this case because they are hiding. However, I I know it is not at the same scale, but I want you to think. How many people, when the TikTok drama was happening with somebody who... Uh, it's still happening, by the way. Else. Yeah, okay, I don't care. I, I really <laughs> don't. But... When they say here goes, how come it took so long for the victims to speak out? How come it took so long for blah, 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 blaming the victim? It is something that people do when they don't want to know the truth or when they have a vested interest in protecting the people that that committed the crime. You should believe them. Or give them the benefit of the doubt to prove their case. But that would make sense, Odin. That would make sense. All right, so let's talk about this picture I just shared to Odin. Oh, please read it, because if I have to read it again, I'm going to... I don't know what I'm going to do. This is from someone on TikTok. Says my son got a second dose today, November 26, 2021. He put up a screaming fight over it because his father had brainwashed him. But it's over, and Santa will bring him presents, and not just for his sister. Santa did the trick. He's also now allowed to go to see Grandma as well. Sadly, he's such a little drama queen. He's been crying for hours like a baby in his room, screaming about a big headache. Whatever, it's done. It shows a picture of, a, of the child with a mask and the vaccine card. <laughs> Yeah. It's evil. It's obsession. It's brainwashed. Branch Covidian insane. Like, I have no word to describe how angry that makes me. Yeah. I mean, because I usually, I usually have a snarky comment or something. I do not have a comment for this. That. The lack of empathy in that mother's writing, the lack of caring, even if you believe that they are 100% effective, call your son a child or a little baby because they're complaining about a headache. That is what's known as an adverse reaction, you heartless fuck. I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't think like that. I don't I don't understand. Can anyone make that make sense to me? No. There is no sense to be made from that. 
Nein. I just look at that poor kid's face. Look, I did it for you, mom. And then he put up a screaming fight because his father brainwashed him. Heaven forbid he used. You know, I'm I'm just going to sit here and be like uh we need to listen to that that sound bite. Shut the fuck up. That the little boy screams at Jill Biden over and over <laughs> and over again. It, it, it just... It's not just the lack of empathy. It is the sheer willingness to abuse your own child in the name of a government mandate. Right? I don't like when I've made comments that people that the brown shirts are among us, right? When I have made that comment, right? And I have said that, you know, I understand after seeing, you know, I, I always wondered why and how people turned Jews over their neighbors, their friends, people they'd known their whole lives and never done anything to them, how they were able to turn them over and, and, and sleep at night. Right. And then I see this, and I see things like this all around me. I think I might be able to get it to play out. Let's see. <laughs> Tell me if you can hear this. Way, um, I my granddaughter, just like you kids, really, really missed her daddy. So I wrote this book to tell other kids, because there's lots of kids who don't know what it's like. Nope. <laughs> Can't oh, hear it, nothing. It made it in the recording. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it picked it up. So <laughs> it could be a line in there of me going, nope. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you see this and it's a lack of empathy, and you realize it's all around us. The media lies to us. Like when when we, we, we mentioned it in that last episode where we were talking about Omicron, and, and I mentioned that I that I asked if you had actually looked up the the news, Google News. Yeah, where they are literally contradicting themselves within two hours. All of them saying that it's you know, from the World Health Organization. All of them saying opposite things. It, they don't even hide it anymore. Like you know, Biden just got caught in a store that says masks are required without a mask. Joe Biden in that clip that everybody just heard is the only person not masked. Every one of those kids are masked. Every one of the parents are masked and socially distanced. Except for Joe Biden. It's like if you're on a particular side and you're in charge, then the rules don't apply to you. We have literally turned the American the American government that was based on freedom. We literally turned a democratic republic into a monarchy. Yeah. Rules for the an aristocracy. Oh, that means I can play the Flynn one. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. So this is a phone conversation between Lynn Wood speaking with Michael Flynn. So this should be interesting. The QAnon movement really is a movement that spent, spun out of your 
digital soldiers. I'm tired of these QAnon people attacking maybe, me. Maybe, I don't know that. But yeah, you know, know some of them. I think it's a disinformation campaign. I think it's a disinformation campaign that the CIA created. That's what I believe now. Uh, you know, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I think it is. I think it's a, I think it's a disinformation campaign. It's actually a very, very interesting article today out that was sent to me. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you uh, about how the QAnon movement has failed and all, all that. But I, I, I find it, a to, you know, total nonsense, and and I think it's a disinformation campaign created by the by the left and the and the types of people that can create something like that are the kinds of people that we train for certain you know with certain skills in the CIA. And, yeah, and uh, I'm aware that the so CIA I, doesn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was. Yeah. I'm so that is your that is your little audio piece. That is Lynn Wood and whatchamacallit, uh, Michael Flynn. Hello? It's impressive. But we're the conspiracy theorists. We're the nut jobs. We're the unpatriotic. Where you realize that they're actually starting to try to use Winter Soldier as a as a derogatory term? There's been a couple of posts that got shared to me about it. I was like, oh, that's reaching. <laughs> that's that's rich. Call people out for their inaction and suddenly Winter Soldier becomes a bad thing. Yeah, and the thing is, with the whole Linwood and, and, and General Flynn, my issue with Q is not the conspiracy side of it. It is the sheer brainless faith. The attitude that there is someone else in charge, someone else in power. And I've said this before, and you know what? I don't know if I've ever said it on a podcast. But if we follow Q and Trump is really in charge and this is the shit that has happened, then like hell I want him back in the in the White House. Okay. I have said that numerous times on the podcast. Okay. I haven't yet, but I did now. <laughs> so I have, now that I know that I can share... Uh, the audio clips. I'm gonna. We're gonna have a lot more audio clips. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> but uh, so we have we have all of this evil stuff coming out about the Ghislaine Maxwell case and all this crazy stuff. Let's be honest. She's gonna walk. Yeah, she will. She will walk. She will walk because there are people who want it covered. And if you don't believe me. I'm going to play you a little clip. It is sped up because for some reason, if my computer registers it, it won't let me share it. So I'm going to share this particular clip with you. And it is the, um, it is the Project Veritas uh, talking about how ABC knew that Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell had dirt, or they had a story. Here you go. Yes, I do. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. That's tape leaked to us by our latest network insider. This brave insider works at ABC News. 
ABC News anchorwoman Amy Robach is talking to her producer on a hot mic. She says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years ago, and her bosses at ABC News spiked it. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the plane. So she told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like, every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh, my God. We, it was, what, what we had was unreal. Our insider told us this tape was recorded earlier this year in late August, a day or so after this NPR report came out sharply criticizing ABC News for not broadcasting the Robach Jufre interview years ago. ABC has episodically covered the scandal, yet the interview was never broadcast. And Jufre says she was never told why. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying, like, aunt, like, we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago. Well, then I got a little concerned about why I couldn't get on. On the leaked insider tape, Amy Robach says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years prior, but her exclusive interview was shelved. Robach says in the leaked tape there was a lot of pressure from Buckingham Palace. According to NPR, the famed lawyer Alan Dershowitz also pressured the network to kill the story. Shortly before the interview was due to air, Harvard Emeritus Law Professor Alan Dershowitz called the network. He was also one of Epstein's lead defense attorneys. We wonder if the story was killed to protect the rich and powerful. It seems few were worried about protecting the women who may have been Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Remember, Epstein was still a free man three years ago. And just to be clear, the interview has still not aired. What is ABC News waiting for, or who are they still protecting? She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. Robach also has no doubt about what happened to Epstein when he finally was arrested and jailed. So do I think he was killed? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. Because you want to, he made his whole living blackmailing people. Yeah. There were a lot of men in those planes, a lot of men who visited that island, a lot of powerful men who came into that apartment. I knew immediately. <clears throat> and they made it seem as though he made that suicide attempt two weeks earlier, but his lawyers claimed that he was roughed up by his cellmate around the neck. That was all, like, to plant the seed. And then, that's why I really believe it. Like, really believe it. The last of the leaked tape has Robach talking about alleged Epstein conspirator Ghislaine Maxwell and how she should be very careful. Ghislaine Maxwell, who I had all sorts of stuff on her, too. I love every I'm like, it's so funny to hear everyone say her name. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I had all that. And everyone's like, who's that? Who cares? I kept getting that. Who cares? Um, she knows everything. She knows. She knows. Everything. She should She should be careful. Well, she was his, like, she went out and recruited all of these girls. She should watch her back. God, she goes, I mean, I'd have, like, security guards all around me. The brave insider who leaked this tape to us does not know who at ABC News spiked the story. But someone at ABC does. 
Our question, who killed the Epstein story? So, what do you think? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> I'm not surprised, though. Are you? No. I wish I could be. I wish I could be surprised at the people in power. But we have more important things to worry about. We have more important things. This variant. This whole uh, UK making an express, express lane. Boosters every three months. Ratchet up that fear. Ratchet up that fear. Ratchet up that fear. Speaking of which, let me ask you this. Let make this make sense. Because you said it about Europe, but I'm going to say it now. See, in Australia, the only people that can come into Australia and the only people that can leave Australia are vaccinated individuals. So how did Omicron get there? Right. At what point are you going to realize that Omicron, being the anagram for moronic, is nothing more than the symptoms? That's all it is. It's a classification of the symptoms of the actual vaccine. Like we've been talking about it, and like when when we were reading that earlier, where we were just talking back and forth about it, I was there's like, huh, that's suspicious. That's a bit weird. It matches exactly what we've been talking about for months as the symptoms of the vaccine. Yo, and it's so wonderful and so crazy and just so just absolutely amazing. And I'm so glad they caught this. But it really affects children age 5 to 11. Just in time for us to start pushing mandates for children 5 to 11. Mm-hmm. Where's it end? Where does it end? Where is your line? I mean, because at one point or another, it's never going to go back to normal. It's like that picture I sent to you earlier. It's got the infinity signal and it's got the flag. It says you are here in the COVID response. Yep. It's never going to go away. And eventually you're <laughs> five years down the road. If we allow this to continue five years down the road, it's not even going to be called COVID anymore. It'll be the same thing, but it won't be called COVID. It'll be called something else. And they'll add something else to it. And it'll keep going. Why? Because, because the morons and the sheep showed that fear is all it took for them to yield up their rights. Fear of a disease that has a less chance of killing you than you getting hit in the head with a meteor. Yep. Israel's already shut down its borders to all foreigners, brings back phone tracking, crackdown on COVID, super mutant Omicron. As anti-vaxxers protest lockdown in Netherlands, Germany, Italy, and UK, where they all detect cases. How long? I told people that when they sit here and said that we'll be able to celebrate Christmas, and then right before Thanksgiving, they sit here and they came out with a new variant on Thanksgiving. I knew that if they weren't going to shut down the, the, the flights, there's going to be a case that shows up in the United States. They're going to say, hey, we got to lock down for this new one for 15 days. But it's going to take 15 days for the symptoms to show up. That's 30 days. That's Christmas, folks. You're not going to be able to spend Christmas. When do you stand up? When do you fight? When do you say, you know what? Screw you. I'm not doing it. Oh, you mean this one? (sighs) 
The war on COVID. You are here. Infinity symbol. Luke. Yeah. yeah. And then you read other things and you're like, like that, that opinion piece that we were reading earlier that says, you know, despite dying or getting sick, anti-vaxxers refuse to admit they were wrong. I'm like, why? Look, I'm going to read you a quote from Henry Kissinger. Uh, speech to the World Health Organization Council on Eugenics, February 25th, 2009. And I think this is how we should end this episode. Once the herd accepts mandatory vaccinations, it's game over. They will accept anything. Forcible blood or organ donation. It's for the greater good. We can genetically modify children and sterilize them for the greater good. Control sheep minds and you control the herd. Vaccine makers stand to make billions. And many of you in this room are investors. It's a big win-win. We thin out the herd and the herd pays us for extermination services. That is a direct quote from Henry Kissinger. And yet, we still take, we still take it. We still accept it. We're still okay with it. Let that, let that sink in. So, we have people calling for open, open attacks against the unvaccinated. Get the shot or get shot. I hope you have to wear something that, that lets everybody know that you're unclean. I'm like, Jesus, we're being called the Nazis, and I'm sitting here literally watching them go, yeah, we want them to put some kind of identification on so we know that they're lesser. I'm like, yeah. You don't like the irony. Here's a, here's a here's a Twitter. The CDC should roll out a new program. Get the shot or get shot. The unvaccinated need to be rounded up and lined up in front of open trenches. Their choice is simple. America has had enough of their virus. We need to get back to normal life with or without them. And you can thank Biden for that particular phrase. We're running out of patience. We have had enough. Your choice is simple. Get vaccinated. That is from Joe Biden. Let that sink in. And then you wonder why we are here right now. Welcome to the Shitterlands. Welcome to the Shits and Giggles administration. Don't forget to use the salute. Hell, Shittler! No, I, jokes aside, that's that's where we've gotten. It is terrifying. And people refuse to see. They will deny their strip. They'll deny this and they'll deny their way straight into a pine box. Yep. So what do we do? I think we need to focus maybe for a little bit on prepping. I'm cool with that. Let's talk about it because you've got a different perspective on prepping than I do. Both of them very valid. Both of them very. So we're going to talk about prepping for the next couple of episodes, different things, how to get ready. What, you know, what are the absolute basics that you need? And really, it depends on how long you're planning for, but how to get to that point, how to prep from where you're at right now. Simple things you can do. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that next time. Because we don't want to just sit here and bitch and bring you complaints and 
no answers. We're, we we want to help you guys out. We want to help you prepare. So that's what we're going to do. We'll and give you that foolproof plan. Well, it's not foolproof. Because, oh, no, you know the reference. Yeah, I know. But uh, it, 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 nothing is foolproof. Things could change. What you're prepping for could be different. So you prep for the worst case scenario. You make a difference. You Now, I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to disagree. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. I I believe that uh, there are deals worth fighting for. But when it comes to prepping... You're insulating your family and that which you seek to defend first, then you work out. Uh, but you so, don't stop fighting. Right. And I, I think the biggest thing is I want everybody to realize that while we disagree on certain aspects, the end goal is the same. Freedom. Freedom. And protecting that which is not that which is ours and the ones that we wish to protect. Those that we love. Well, I uh, I think we should end it there and yep. All right, get ready for so, the next one. Thank you for uh, joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. This has been an interesting episode. I am Odin. This is Deer. And we will see you next time. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost. who don't know what it's like.